Welcome back to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what it's really like. In every episode, we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. So let's get into this episode looking at life at Hobridge School. In this episode, we're focusing on food at Hobridge School. We find out what sort of food is on offer at the school, how it benefits pupils' learning, how nutrition is changing in schools, and what is the most popular dish on the menu. So let's meet Adam Mansfield, who's the catering manager at Hobridge School. Hello. Hi, good afternoon. Now, I think you've uh, just finished lunch service, so you're, you're looking complete and satisfied. So it was obviously very good. Now, I don't think I could have described my school meals at all as healthy and yummy, but I know that's how you describe yours. What's your secret, Adam? Quite a simple, you know, fresh ingredients. We, we, we base a lot of things out of the kitchen here, so we don't buy food in. We've got a fantastic team around us, so, you know, we've got some great people in there cooking, serving, and, you know, we're all just really passionate about what we do. I think, I think that comes through in the food. I like to imagine where people work. So take me through, what does your kitchen look like? Is it nice huge cookers and big pots and pans that sort of thing absolutely yeah yeah we've got some two two really big ovens a couple of different cooking stations in there um and we've just got plenty of benches where people are busy working away and tell me a bit more about your team are you a yes chef do you shout at them or are you very calm absolutely not no i'm very calm very patient okay i i, I don't believe in shouting at people i don't think you get the the best out of people and i think you know when you're getting the best out of the people that you work with they care about what they're doing and that's what you know inevitably the children see yeah so tell me a little bit more about your team who have you got with you so i've got two chefs in there andy and kelly kelly is our pastry chef i've got two supervisors vicky and lorraine and then i've got various general assistants that sort of crack on with a few other bits and pieces so we've got gavin nina debbie joe and um, most importantly we've got claire as well <laughs> you sound like you've got a lovely team so just tell me if i was a pupil what sort of meals could i expect to see on an average day on the lunch menu so we try and vary it we try and sort of give a bit of range throughout the weeks so they do a lot of sports in schools so we have pasta dishes every wednesday we try and have a, you know, sort of a traditional dish that so we might have a cottage pie or a, you know, sausage and mash, that sort of thing. And then, like for today, examples, we do like a little street foodie type meals every so often. So we had Taco Tuesday today, plenty of fresh guacamole, salsas, that sort of thing, just to sort of, you know, excite the taste buds a bit more. Yeah. Um, so do you get excited when you're planning these menus? Do you, do, you, do you have a fairly free hand to do that? Yeah, yeah, we, we do have free hand. I work for a really great company as well. So there are plenty of sort of new innovations coming in from the company, which is great. So you get the ideas from there, but they actually give us free range to sort of, you know, put our own ideas and, you know, get excited about it ourselves. Now, research shows, obviously, that when the food that pupils eat is vitally important to their health, to making their brains work and all that kind of thing. So how do you make sure that the food you serve keeps them going? So, you know, I totally agree with that as well, which, you know, we, we try and make sure that they are eating, you know, protein, they're getting carbohydrates on their plates, as well as vegetables, fruits. We do, a vari- you know, varied salads that they can try instead of the vegetables or as well as. So there's plenty of different choice along the way along the server as they come through so you know try and keep it bright and colorful and you know fresh Mm. and tasty for them you get them more interested in the food 
So obviously you have pupils who, who are with you, you know, sort of many years, you'll see them going through. Do you see their taste buds change as they get older? Are they prepared to change, try more when they're older? They are, yeah. I mean, the, the children here, they're, they're very good from a young age. So they will try. I think the younger years, you have to sort of work with them a little bit more. Their, their tastes are less, less simple is probably not the best phrase to use. But, you know, as they will try more things as they get older and a bit more spicy or a bit more, a bit more different to what they're used to. And, and do you find these days, obviously, there are so many cooking programmes and so many books on, on food. Do you find that the young people are, are more interested in food and they've got more to say about it? They do, definitely, yeah. They're, they're a lot more conscious of, of what they're eating as well. I think a lot of, a lot of children are better travelled now as well. So they're, they're seeing foods from around the world and, and they've got sort of things that they like and they're, they're more, more willing to come to us and say they've tried something, you know, they really like that. Could we have that on the menu? So, which is really good for us because it keeps you on your exactly, toes. Exactly. Yeah. And so, are you open to to changing menus? If if the, if a young person said, "Oh, I really want to try this," can can you make that happen? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good way to sort of explore the new menus. We we sit down with the school councils, get their feedback because that's what we're here for. At the end of the day, we're here to feed the children, and you know, we want to serve what what excites them and what they're interested in, rather than just giving them food that we think is best for them. So it needs to be sort of a mm. mix between the two, I guess. And is there much more awareness these days of waste? Because obviously, certainly in my day, I think most of the food we were, we were served went into the, you know, came in one end and went to the bin at the end. Is there a more awareness from young people about not wasting food, that kind of thing? There is, yeah. And I think, you know, partially because they see it on the news, you know, there is a lot more waste and we need to, you know, be more eco-friendly and, and they are more thoughtful about that and, and the school as well they you know from the head down we're more cautious about what's being wasted and, and why it's being wasted what about your background how did you get into cooking in a school so I actually I guess stumbled into working in a school I, I worked in hotels for many years and just didn't want to work the hours anymore but I'm very passionate about fresh food so you know being a chef is part of me so it was kind of just the obvious choice, really. I get to cook every day and I, I don't have to work every Friday, Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, there is that. And so when you're planning with your team, what's the sort of key priority for you? What would you say drives you? What makes you happy every day in your work? The end result, really, is what really makes me happy, is seeing you know, empty plates, smiles on their faces. And, and it's just planning that to make sure we are getting that end result so whether it be sort of logistically if that menu needs to be set a certain way that we can serve it to the best you know best of our ability in the right amount of time is that menu gonna you know excite the children are they going to enjoy eating that meal and it's just playing those bits and pieces in and when you get them right like today for example we had you know lots of happy faces and and many many empty plates so and do you serve a mixture of uh, is there sort of hot food and cold food is it all sort of buffet i'm trying to work out is it buffet style do they sort of move along the move along the bus and put their plates up and get their food yeah so they i mean we we try and encourage them to have a hot meal so they come into the counter they'll have the the option of a sort of a main meal vegetarian meal we do cater for halal and sort of many different sort of gluten intolerances dairy intolerances that sort of thing and uh, we also have jack potatoes out there with various fillings a few different desserts so they can have the dessert of the day or 
yogurt, jelly, fruits, those sort of things. And then we have, uh, you know, sort of quite a large salad counter where they can have different proteins, different salads. There's sort of potato mm. salads there. We've got normal veggie salads and different sort of protein items from grilled chicken to home-baked ham. We had uh, quiches out yesterday. We'll have sort of fresh mackerel out there tomorrow, those sort of things. Delicious. It's a huge variety then for you to have to put on every day. It is a, yeah, it's a large variety. But like I say, we've got a, we've got a great team. So everyone works really well together to, to provide this this great service to the children. Mm. And I dare I ask, what time do you have to start in the morning to get everything ready and prepped up? So I'm in at half past six every morning, along with one wow. of my chefs. And then we're sort of in d- different times, all the way up to, on average, about five o'clock in the afternoon. So... As a chef, how do you think the food served in uh, in schools right across the country could could be made better? Do you have a view on that? I think yeah, it's a difficult a difficult one to get right. I think we're very lucky where we are here from the headmasters to a lot of the teaching staff to our team. We're very passionate about getting that food right for them, and I think that's where sort of I guess the investment needs to be is in the people the people that are providing it because you know if if we've got a team like ourselves that are really passionate and love what we're doing that will come across in the food that will you know we'll be able to provide healthier options and more tasty food that the children will carry on trying again i think sort of different schools have different budgets but you know if we're investing in the people Mm. you know that will provide great food regardless of of budget if if that makes sense I guess it's having the the people who support you from the top absolutely to be able to support what you want to do. I'm lucky enough to have worked with quite a lot of the uh, so-called celebrity chefs. You're friends with some of them. Is there anybody who's your, your particular hero or heroine? Is there anybody you grew up and thought, I'd like to be that chef? Well, funny you say, actually, but the chef that actually got me into into this career was Jamie Oliver. I was sort of growing up at a time where he, he was just becoming famous and you know, to to see people like that on the TV that were quite cool and, and different. And I thought, yeah, I could be like that guy. And, you know, but the same, you know, Gordon Ramsay is a big inspiration of mine as well. So, yeah. And when you go home, are you, do you leave it to everybody else? Do you think I've had enough? I've seen food all day. Or do you enjoy cooking at home? Oh, I wish I, I, I cook at home as well. During the week, it's more a case of, you know, feeding rather than anything too interesting you know it's just getting a meal in during the week but at the weekend it's nice to spend a bit more time in the kitchen and be a bit more creative do you have a particular favorite style that you like i'm a big fan of southern american food soul foods long slow cooks okay so it's nice to be able to spend that time at the weekend and just sort of get something in the oven so what would be your favorite nice beef brisket is a big one of mine i, I love a bit Ooh, of proper meat yeah I'm, I'm a big meat eater you know, sort of barbecue food, that sort of stuff. And if I had a magic wand and I said, right, you can, as from tomorrow, only for a couple of days, because Hobridge leads you back again, you can work in any restaurant, any place in the world, where would you go? Oh, it's a difficult one. <laughs> you off to the States, perhaps? <laughs> yes, you know, I, you know, I'm a big fan of the States. Many people know here. I don't stop talking about it a lot of the time. <laughs> There's a lovely little cafe in the middle of Tennessee that, few people will have ever heard of but spend a couple of nights there with one of the pit masters and just grill some meat over the night I think that would be amazing so pit master what does the pit master do then? so that's um you, you know a man or a woman that will tend to you know a whole pig or you know joints of meat that will be slowly roasted over open coals open woods 
you know, sort of 12, 14 hours just tending to the meat and making sure it's cooked to perfection by the time it comes out. And then served with? What do you like on the side? So, you know, various salads is always nice and nice slaws, a slab of bread, that sort of stuff, you know. Sounds like, delightful. Nice You're simple. making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think you might ever bring that back and put it on the menu? Do you think, can, can we afford to do a 12-hour cook at Hobridge? Probably not. No, maybe not. Yeah, maybe I won't want to spend all night. <laughs> but we do have a, we, we try and put a spin on it, you know. Over here we'll have a pulled mm. pork on the menu with some... Yeah. You know, some roasted corn and potato nice. wedges. We've had that on there. You know, I'm a big fan of tacos as well, which is one of the reasons why we've had those today. Gosh, they're very, very lucky pupils. And do you cater for the special occasions? So do you look forward to Easter or Christmas? Do you, do you put sort of different things on? Do you have particular days, celebration days? Yeah, yeah. You know, Christmas lunch here was, you know, fantastic lunch. You know, dressing up the dining room, different menus on. We try and sort of encompass as much as we can. So we, you know, celebrated Chinese New Year, Burns Night. Obviously, we've got St George's Day and St Patrick's Day is coming up. So we'll sort of celebrate those sort of things as well. Exciting. What's on the menu for St George's? That's not long, is it? What's on it's the menu for It's not long yet, but I, to be honest with you, I haven't really thought too much about the menu. I should imagine it'll be a nice roast beef with some... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a nice really, traditional English meal, you know, one of those lovely roasts. Perfect. Well, it's lovely to talk to you today and to catch up. Really interesting. I often wonder why people go into the jobs they do. So we can blame Jamie Oliver a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he seems to have done quite well out of it. So that's yeah, all right. So, so before we go, I do have to ask you, and I've been trying to guess, what's the most popular meal that you serve at Hobridge, the main course and the pud? What goes down the best? So I think one of our sort of fan favourites would be probably spaghetti and meatballs. On a Wednesday, they love it. They, they A lot of the children are out playing sports, so they'll have their matches on in the afternoon. So it's a great one as well to you know get them fit, full, plenty of carbs in there to, to keep their energy up. And they, they absolutely love the meatballs. Imagine it's not exactly the cleanest of, of eats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of them can be quite messy, but that's all part and parcel of it, I think. But dessert-wise, I think they're, yeah, they love the apple crumble and custards. Yeah, a lot of the, the puddings, I think, is, is quite a traditional taste yeah. with those. And, and I have to ask, because I was actually talking to somebody about this, do you still serve pink and brown custard? I say brown because it never tasted of chocolate. It was always brown custard. We've never served a pink custard. We, <laughs> a few. We, we have had like a chocolate pudding with chocolate sauce on top, so it, which is basically just a, a chocolate custard. Don't tell me, you did, did you have pink custard when you were at school? I've never had it? a pink custard before. It's not, <laughs> I'm afraid. Adam, you haven't lived. <laughs> I have to tell you, it was quite disgusting. So I have to say that what you're serving up at Hobridge School sounds fantastic. And I love the fact that you're focusing on it, it actually doing the, the children good as well and, and fitting them up for what they're going to do next specifically their Wednesday afternoons I reckon that's why Hobridge School wins so much yeah. they're, they're fueled by your spaghetti and meatballs well that's hopefully it goes somewhere towards it lovely thank you very much indeed it's been lovely to talk to you today thanks a lot that's it for this episode to find out more check out the school website hobridgeschool.co.uk now, the next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.